<laughs> well, last week, I was all excited about the COVID vaccine. And I suppose from a health perspective, I still am, because I really do genuinely believe it is the only way we are coming out of this thing. But one thing they didn't tell me when I went to get the jab is that I couldn't drink alcohol for a fortnight. Two whole weeks. Now, that's one thing. That's one thing they don't tell you on the news, isn't it? And I think I think it's a big push by the government to get us all to take a break in the one thing we've all turned to during these lockdowns. Alcohol. Seriously, I have my suspicions of a conspiracy. I'm beginning to join the anti-vaxxers. I'm Paul, and this is the Mastering Portrait Photography Podcast. Okay, okay. So I'm not. I'm never going to join uh, the anti-vax movement. Uh, but nonetheless, I am having an unfortunately enforced dry fortnight. Um, I have had a and Sarah. Sarah Blesser is bringing out the nicest wine and just waving it under my nose. I did have, I admit, a sip of it last night. Uh, but given everything I've read suggests that your immunity system or your ability for your immunity system to respond well to the vaccine is somewhat diminished if you're slugging away a bottles of wine it means I've gone dry for a couple of weeks. I'd like to say I'm enjoying it, but I'm really, really not. Uh, on other news, at what point, at what point do you get used or get used rather to wearing glasses? <laughs> right now, I'm reading this off a screen. I say, well, I say reading. One thing I do with the podcast is I do at least put some notes together. It's not just completely random. Uh, and I'm reading this through my right lens because my left lens, left lens, as usual, has a huge fingerprint on it where I've just gone to scratch my eye and forgotten I am now a glasses or spectacles wearer. <laughs> at what point? At what point does that stop happening? I've no idea. I keep doing it. I get an itchy eye jab my finger towards it, boom, great big smudge in the middle of my lens. And for those of you who know me and my work know, I love clean lenses. I hate clean lenses. I'm going through tons of lens wipes. I suppose the one good thing uh, about being both a photographer and now a glasses wearer is I'm always surrounded by really high quality uh, lens cleaning kit. Uh, so that's what I will do the minute I finish this recording. Uh, this morning, I admit it, I am multitasking. I know, I know. There's lots of people think that uh, that's probably not pos possible. Uh, and when I say multitasking, what I really mean is lots of little tasks going on sequentially. Uh, something's going on in the background. It, it does appear that I've got to grips uh, with running stuff asynchronously. Uh, there are images processing. I can see Photoshop uh, pounding away in the background been archiving folders my discs are full and it's not helped uh, by the addition of the new z7 II uh, because my d5 is a 20 megapixel unit and this thing is a 45 megapixel unit uh, and i haven't yet got the shoot numbers down so every time i shoot of course we're now doubling broadly speaking the storage used, which isn't really that useful. Uh, also, I am planning and rehearsing my presentation for Sunday. 
for those of you who haven't heard the interview with Jeremy Price from Graphic Studio last week, uh, I am one of the people uh, presenting in the Live Lounge, the Graphic Studio Live Lounge, as part of the virtual photography show that's happening over the next few days. So if you're hearing this on Monday the 8th of March or later, you missed it. If you're listening to this on Friday the 5th of March, which is when it will be published later on this afternoon, uh, then it's over the next couple of days. I'll post the link to the Graphic Studio part of this in the show notes, but it is uh, www.graphicstudio.com slash en slash academia, and that's A-C-C-A-D-E-M-I-A. Uh, on that website, you'll find loads of details. It's going to be an amazing couple of days. You should see the lineup. A ton of incredible photographers, too many for me to list through them, except for me, of course, because <laughs> I'm on the list. A little bit of uh, self-publicity. It's almost like I'm sponsoring uh, my own uh, podcast. And this episode is sponsored by Paul Wilkinson, photographer extraordinaire, who will be presenting at the Graphic Studio Live Lounge at 15.40 UK time, that's 15.40 UK time, 16.40 European time and the heady time of 10.41 for you guys in the US. That's US Eastern time, 10.41. <laughs> and here ends, here ends a note from the sponsor, me. Uh, we're gonna have to, I'm going to have to figure out some jokes during the presentation that suit both breakfast and afternoon tea all at the same time. I always forget with a live session these days that we're, we can be dealing with different times of day all around the world. It's going to be a combination of cornflakes and cucumber sandwiches all at the same time. Uh, OK, so on to this particular topic. Uh, by the way, we've got lots of interviews coming up, so we're going to push more and more towards doing a mix of me just muttering uh, and uh, podcasts. The record last week with Jeremy went reasonably well. Still got some work to do on getting the sound right. If there's one thing I'm really, really passionate about with the podcast is that we get it to sound good. And I'm not certain I've got it 100% the air there yet with the remote interviews, but I'm still working on it. Uh, I promise uh, I will make sure that absolutely sounds beautiful because... Well, there's not a lot else going on in a podcast, is there? There's the content and the sound. And if half of it isn't really good, either half, I suppose, <laughs> then there's not a lot of points. So I am working on it. Anyway, on to this particular topic, which is all about complexity, or rather, why you don't need it. And by complexity, I mean things like complexity in the staging of an image, the set builds and all that kind of stuff, complexity in your lighting, how many strobes, where you've placed them, how detailed it is, complexity in the posing, complexity in your post-production, and, of course, from a business point of view, complexity in what you sell. None of this, <laughs> this is my opinion anyway, none of this will help you in your business. Or for that matter, it won't help people like your photography anymore. And what do I mean by all of this? Well, think about it. Think about it. When you're working on a portrait, do you think that spending ages adjusting your lights, adjusting the posing, tweaking, pulling, prodding, poking and generally fannying around actually helps either the images or the sales? I mean, it doesn't. I mean, it just doesn't. Now, if you're if you're shooting detailed fine art or commercial fashion or something of that, then, of course, um, and product photography is notoriously detailed. Of course, it is. 
But as a portrait photographer, 90%, 90% of the work that I create, I'm going to be selling that to the person or relations of the person in that picture. And what I'm selling is a memory of an experience as much as the picture. Now, I can spend time, and for those of you who know my work now, I'm perfectly adept at it, uh, spending ages with multitude of lights, judging and doing all of that stuff. But in my normal day-to-day, I don't. In my normal day-to-day, everything is as simple as I can boil it down because that gives me the freedom to enjoy the experience with my clients, to spend time talking to them, messing around, laughing, creating memories, creating memories. And as photographers, I do think, particularly as you get more and more experienced, I do think we get drawn towards complexity. We all start out with what we can afford, which is generally a camera and a lens. And then gradually, obviously, we start out also with some enthusiasm, I should add. Um, And before we know it, we have three or four of everything. (laughs) Multiple cameras, multiple lenses, hundreds of strobes, lots of reflectors, a couple of tripods, one for travel and one really solid one. And we get drawn into that world of heavy post-production as well. So there's not just complexity in the kit, complexity in what we're doing. Eventually you have complexity in the processing too, because you want every image to look amazing. But complexity isn't what makes an image look amazing. Very often, simplicity is what makes an image look amazing. The Mona Lisa, probably the most famous painting on the planet, is simply a headshot. I know, I know there's a huge amount of skill gone into that. I'm not, I'm not by any stretch diminishing and saying you don't have to be good. What I'm saying is you don't need a cast of thousands. You do not need a ton of kit and you do not need to overthink everything, particularly if your business is selling portraits because every time I do a shoot the feedback we get is I love the pictures and I loved the session and you need both both of those hand in hand and if you've overdone the complexity you are now concentrating more and more on your art and less and less on your client and that's not going to work for you I was asked in a Q&A just this week what kit what kit do I love to go out and a shoot with what's my favorite And it's always been the same, actually. It's always been just a camera and a good lens. Now, that lens and that camera have changed over the years. Uh, Up until a few weeks ago, it would have been a D5 and my 70-200. Now it's a Z7, Z7 II with a 70-200 bolted to the front. My favourite, actual favourite lens is my 105 F2. But that now, sadly, is going to be mothballed because the uh, Z7... And I'm guessing from now on in, mirrorless cameras are not going to have the motorized screw thread that the old legacy lenses need. And as I admitted to earlier, now I wear glasses, making sure things are pin sharp. I rely on the technology to do quite a lot of that too. So the idea that I've got to go back to manually, manually focusing any lens, well, it might happen. Now I'm, now I'm exploring the focus peaking uh, on the camera. Maybe I can, uh, but to date, the SLRs that are around and the mirrorless cameras don't really help you enough. Uh, but maybe maybe, maybe once I've got my head round all the little details of how to magnify inside the EVF and everything, maybe I will bolt the camera, bolt uh, my 105 to the front. But right now, a camera and a 70-200, and I am like 
a pig in shit. <laughs> I'm so happy when I've just got a camera and a lens. Nothing else. Don't need anything else. Um, I may travel out with reflectors and strobes, but 99% of the time, I'm just going to use a camera. I'm just going to use that lens. And I'm just going to talk to the client and find nice light. And that's how I'm at my, or that's when, rather, I'm at my happiest. A great camera, a great lens. Oh, and of course, of course, wear good shoes. I've said this over and over, but wear good shoes. The worst thing you can have is lots of ideas, great client, great light, and your feet are sore. Trust me, you're going to be uh, cutting that shoot short or not putting the maximum amount of energy into it if you've got sore feet. Get good shoes. Uh, I had a look back through some of the images that I've won awards for and nearly, not quite, but nearly every single image was either taken in the studio with just one strobe or was taken out on location with no kit whatsoever. No reflectors, no tricks, no lights, just what I saw. And they've won awards, which tells you quite a lot, I think. They also sold well. At the end of the day, everything that we shoot is for a client. I don't do very much personal work. I'd love to do more, but I'm always really busy. And although I actually think doing uh, personal projects is incredibly important, incredibly creative, and a lot of fun, I don't get an awful lot of time to do it. Mastering Portrait Photography, the website, is probably the best opportunity I get these days to indulge a little. But even now, most of what we shoot for that website has a purpose in mind, whether it's to illustrate a point, whether it's to do something educational, whether it's to create a particular style of image. So in a sense, I've become my own client. So I don't get enough time just to shoot for the sheer joy of it. So everything is going for a client, and if it's going for a client, the experience, me talking to them, me guiding them through it, me having energy and passion for what I do is crucial. And that really is hard to do if you're spending ages finessing every single little thing. For me, simple images do it every single time. You give it a better experience. And I think at least, for at least for me, I create better images. Now, obviously, <laughs> obviously, I'm a photographer, so I own, well, I think I own 12 strobes, tons of modifiers, bags of reflectors, and I love spending time in Photoshop. I just love it. But I do it for me. I do it because I enjoy it. So when I'm doing post-production, if I find an image that I just think, you know what, I'd love to finish that up to the level of a cover image for a magazine, then I'll do it. I'll do it, though, because I love it. I do it because it's like doing some people like crosswords or Sudoku or, I don't know, bird watching. I like finishing images in Photoshop. That's my thing. But I do not do it because it's good business. It isn't. You have to have a certain amount of finished your images. Of course you do. And you, you get most of that in camera. And after that, well, you've got to make a decision about how many hours you're going to work for the money you're going to make. In the end, good business is always about simplicity, great photos and a memorable experience. Well, I think it is anyway. <laughs> so I have, it's a short podcast, this one. I have a lot to do, even with the multitasking. Uh, so this was, uh, unlike my, some of my longer one hour ones, uh, this was 15 minutes ish which should get you, maybe it's a commute to work. Probably isn't even that. Uh, nonetheless, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it's useful. Uh, please do subscribe. You can subscribe to the podcast on pretty much every available platform. Just hit the subscribe button. 
Uh, and then every time I record one of these, whether it's 15 minutes long like this one or an hour long like the last one, then uh, it will appear in your inbox. Uh, please do leave us a review. I say this every time and it's really useful because it helps other people find the podcast, other people you think might enjoy the podcast. Of course, if you're going to read it, leave a negative review, please email me. <laughs> Don't leave us negative reviews. Who would do that? Uh, email me that so that we can make changes and improve things. My email, as always, is paul at paulwilkinsonphotography.co.uk. Thank you to everyone who does email in. It is a wonderful thing and it makes us smile. Uh, so on that happy note, uh, please do head over to masteringportraitphotography.com for lots of tips and tricks and also uh, head over to our YouTube channel. Uh, I'll put the link to that down in the show notes. Uh, we're producing lots of Photoshop quickies, just short videos, tiny little things really, uh, that uh, are just stuff I've spotted along the way, stuff that I found I, I've, I found useful but done in tiny little nuggets of information. They're meant to be short. They're meant to be sweet. They're meant to be something you very quickly get through with a cup of tea. Uh, nothing more than that. So until next time, I hope I see some of you on Sunday for the Graphy Studio Live Lounge. And whatever else, be kind to yourselves. Take care, guys. 